Hello, this is the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. I hope you are having a wonderful week. This is episode 385 of the Perceptive Photographer. So thanks again for checking us out. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. Thanks so much for listening. Really do appreciate you taking the time out of the week to check out my little corner of the podcasting universe. It's always been sort of a personal journal of my creative adventures and attempts to stay on track, making interesting images, telling interesting stories, and not wanting to throw my camera at the wall out of frustration. So thank you for joining me on that little adventure. This week's podcast is brought to you by the Meaningful Image Workshop that I'm hosting starting in October. This is an eight-month workshop where if you are trying to answer the question, who am I as a photographer? What is my work about? What am I trying to say? This eight-month-long class is for you. It's all online. And we cover voice, vision, signature, style. We identify really at the core who you are as a photographer. So if you're struggling with the big question of where's my heart in my photography and how do I get my images to say what I want, please check out my website, danieljgregory.com. Click up on uh, workshops and education and check out the Meaningful Image Workshop. Okay, this week I've got a question that I've been asked a lot, but I was recently at a friend's house. There was a little social gathering and... I was having a conversation, as you do at parties, it eventually rolls around to, what do you do? And I mentioned that I was a photographer, and that led to a series of what I would consider the normal questions I get about photography. You know, what kind of things do you photograph? What are some photographers you like? Oh, I have a friend who's a famous photographer or a well-known photographer. Do you know them? The usual kind of things you sort of get. You know, is there a way to make my iPhone do this when a photograph? Usual kind of stuff. But then I was asked a really interesting question, and it's a I won't say it's an uncommon question, but the question was, how has the industry changed or how has photography changed with the advent of digital? As somebody who's done both, you know, how have I seen that change? And in the past, I've always had conversations and answered that question with, well, you know, we used to be in the dark room and now everything's done on the computer and the era of chemical-based photography versus the era of computational-based photography and, oh, the, the cameras are so smart and the autofocusing and and there's all sorts of this stuff that I've always had. But this time, my answer sort of surprised me because it was instantaneous. It was without reservation. And it struck me, I think, more than it did the rest of the room. And what was interesting was, as we continued the conversation, the answer became widely accepted as a good answer. So what I said was to the question, how has photography changed with the advent of digital? My answer was, it hasn't. And I literally stood there for a second. I was like, uh, did I just say that? Because it's changed. But what I realized in that moment was I really started to understand the evolution I've had as a photographer, the evolution I've taken on my journey in photography. And at the core, Photography is about light. It's about the capture of light in a meaningful way. That light gives us color, shadow, tone, all the things it does. It's about the capturing of that light, and it's about using that light, that color, the things that light gives us, to tell something important about something meaningful to me. And in that sense, photography has not changed. At its core, Photography is about light and story. It is about light and meaning. It's about light and understanding. It's about an awareness of seeing the world 
through this device. If it's a four by five camera and you're under a dark cloth and you're looking at the ground glass, everything's upside down and backwards. And we're looking at what does that composition say? What am I experiencing? What am I seeing? If I pick up a digital camera, same thing. If I pick up a phone, same thing. That if what really matters to us about our photography, what really matters to us, to us about how we communicate through our photography, it really has not changed and evolved. Now, have the tools changed? Absolutely, the tools have changed. I mean, we are on opposite spectrums in a lot of ways of where we were in photography and where we're at today. As a person who has his hand still in old school historical process, wet plate, platinum printing, cyanotype, using film and digital negatives, doing digital printing, doing all sorts of different things to create material objects of photography, it is different. My work in the analog darkroom, my work on my Epson 9570 to produce big, beautiful prints, completely different as a tool. What's not different is the end goal of being in the darkroom, the end goal of sitting there watching the printer work, the goal of the 8x10 camera, the goal of my Z9. No matter what tool I have, it's about what is the expression I can make with that camera and the light, color, tones, and shadows that are available to me. Gesture, expression, all of those things that make the photograph interesting, those haven't changed. And the reason this was such a liberating answer for me is one of the things I realized as it came out of my mouth and I started to process it was one, everybody at the room we were having the conversation with was like, yeah, you know, what we photograph hasn't really changed. So I was like, wow, there's actually some plausibility to that answer. But as I've thought about it more and more, what's excited me more and more about that is I think there's moments in our creative process, and I think there's moments in photography when we are trapped, we are contained within a belief. We know what we know, we accept what we know, we process what we know. And when we get a chance to have a breakthrough, to realize something, not that we didn't already know it, but that it elevates itself in priority. It elevates its position in our memory and in our thoughts going forward. It can shift how we think about our photography. And while I have always known that photography is not that much different from camera to camera to camera, that the processing is all about the enhancement of the thing that is important to me. To recognize that when somebody asked me, how is film and analog different from digital? That before I had always put forth that there was a difference. That that difference lied in the power of the tools, the things I could do, the way and ease I could do things, the way I was allowed to see things. But at its core, the answer that came out, almost at a subconscious level, made me realize that if I do believe on some level that there is a difference between one thing and another, that I'm in fact limiting my experience. I'm defining process. I'm defining tools as a way of describing 
how I behave, how I operate. I can photograph this because I have this camera. Well, that might be true. My long lenses enable it to be easier to photograph wildlife, things off at a distance, but it doesn't predicate the fact that at the end of that long lens, it's still about gesture, light, shadow, tones, colors. It's still about what am I trying to say? It's still about the same expression. If I pick up 14 millimeter, it's the same. If I'm processing something through Lightroom, Photoshop, or I'm doing it analog, it's the same thing. And when we define what we do by the tool we use, we've put a strange limit on what we are. We are not bound by the tool of choice. We are bound by the imagination, creativity, vision we bring to the photograph we want to make, the story we want to tell, or the stories we want to tell. When we make the decision to say, photography has changed, photography is different, we also lose out on the opportunity to recognize that it is we who are different. It is we who are responding. Again, this goes back to my own insight that photography hasn't changed. As much as I'd like to talk about all the things that are different in the tools as changes in photography, at its core, it hasn't changed. And part of the scariness of that is when my photography fails, that means I have failed. Not the technology, not the tools, not the change from film to digital. It's not like all of a sudden film was easier. It's not all of a sudden digital was easier. Now, I'm not going to be an idiot and say that some of the tools haven't made things easier. The autofocus on my new Z9 makes it a lot easier to do things. But again, it doesn't fundamentally change the photography. It doesn't fundamentally change what it's about. If I choose to tell bad stories, no stories, and have bad light, no light, inferior light, I still have bad photographs. They just happen to be more in focus. So one tick box got checked instead of having them all unchecked. But again, at its core, what's changed, what changes in us is our approach to photography. And when we recognize that when we work for photographs, when we work photography, when we work who we are into those photographs, that it wouldn't matter what we were doing. We're communicating the essence and importance of who we are. That foundation hasn't changed. People who are taking great photographs, amazing photographs in the 70s, 60s, 50s, are working digitally today and producing amazing um, photographs. And yeah, it's different. Yeah, the industry's different. Yeah, things are different. Yeah, things are harder. Yeah, there's more people out there. Yeah, software does more. Yeah, software builds photographs. Yes, there's AI that makes photographs of Paris that have never seen Paris, blah, blah, blah. There's all sorts of things that have changed. But again, at its core, I have a story to tell and I want to use light to tell it. And so if we can remember that, if we can hold on to that and make that the recognition of nothing changes about photography as long as we stay committed to who we are as photographers. Tools come and go. Technologies come and go. We pick the right tool for the right job. But as long as we're adapting, as long as we're growing, as long as we're expressing, photography hasn't changed. So I hope I've given you something to think about in a couple of ways. One, for you to think about your own way about how photography potentially has changed or hasn't changed. I mean, that's the beauty of opinions. We all get to have them. Also, 
thinking about the language by which you talk about your own photography. Do you inadvertently put the locus of control on your camera versus on your own scene? And the meaning, the structure, the presentation of who you are in your photographs, is that conveying what you want through the use of light and story? Because again, it doesn't matter whether you're on wet plate, film, digital, or whatever comes next, we still have to make sure we check those first two boxes. I capture light in a meaningful way. So if we're struggling with that, if we're having difficulty with that, it might be time to assess what's going on internally versus more of what's happening with the actual camera that's in our hands. Hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thanks again for spending a few minutes listening to me babble on and on about some random insight that I had this week about the fact that photography is not that much different, at least for this week. Next week, it might be this is how photography is completely changed. But until that time, I really do appreciate you checking out the podcast. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time.